This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. Want to encounter scripture in a fresh and beautiful new way? Keep listening to learn about a New Testament in English by Native North Americans for Native North Americans and all English-speaking peoples. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is life. A daily audio Bible podcast read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Leviticus 7, the guilt offering. This is the law of the guilt offering. It is most holy. In the place where they slaughter the burnt offering, they must slaughter the guilt offering. And the officiating priests must splash the blood against the altar's sides. Then the one making the offering must present all its fat, the fatty tail, the fat covering the entrails, the two kidneys and the fat on the sinews, and the protruding lobe on the liver, which he must remove along with the kidneys. Then the priest must offer them up in smoke on the altar as a gift to the Lord. It is a guilt offering. Any male among the priests may eat it. It must be eaten in a holy place. It is most holy. The law is the same for the sin offering and the guilt offering. It belongs to the priest who makes atonement with it. Priestly Portions of Burnt and Grain Offerings As for the priest who presents someone's burnt offering, the hide of the burnt offering which he presented belongs to him. Every grain offering which is baked in the oven or made in the pan or on the griddle belongs to the priest who presented it. Every grain offering, whether mixed with olive oil or dry, belongs to all the sons of Aaron, each one alike. The peace offering. This is the law of the peace offering, sacrifice, which he is to present to the Lord. If he presents it on account of thanksgiving, Along with the thank offering sacrificed, he must present unleavened loaves mixed with olive oil, unleavened wafers smeared with olive oil, and well-soaked, ring-shaped loaves made of choice wheat flour mixed with olive oil. He must present this grain offering in addition to ring-shaped loaves of leavened bread, which regularly accompany the sacrifice of his Thanksgiving peace offering. He must present one of each kind of grain offering, 
as a contribution offering to the Lord. It belongs to the priest who splashes the blood of the peace offering. The meat of this Thanksgiving peace offering must be eaten on the day of his offering. He must not set any of it aside until morning. If his offering is a votive or free will sacrifice, it may be eaten on the day he presents his sacrifice, and also the leftovers from it may be eaten on the next day. But the leftovers from the meat of the sacrifice must be burned up in the fire on the third day. If some of the meat of his peace offering sacrifice is ever eaten on the third day, it will not be accepted. It will not be accounted to the one who presented it, since it is spoiled, and the person who eats from it will bear his punishment for iniquity. The meat which touches anything ceremonially unclean must not be eaten. It must be burnt up in the fire. As for ceremonially clean meat, everyone who is ceremonially clean may eat the meat. The person who eats meat from the peace offering sacrifice, which belongs to the Lord, while the person's uncleanness persists, will be cut off from his people. When a person touches anything unclean, whether human uncleanness or an unclean animal, or an unclean, detestable creature, and eat some of the meat of the peace offering sacrifice, which belongs to the Lord, that person will be cut off from his people. Sacrificial instructions for the common people, fat and blood. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, Tell the Israelites, You must not eat any fat of an ox, sheep, or goat. Moreover, the fat of an animal that has died of natural causes and the fat of an animal torn by beasts may be used for any other purpose, but you must certainly never eat it. If anyone eats fat from the animal from which he presents a gift to the Lord, that person will be cut off from his people. And you must not eat any blood of the birds or of the domesticated land animals in any of the places where you live. Any person who eats any blood, that person will be cut off from his people. Priestly Portions of Peace Offerings Then the Lord spoke to Moses, Tell the Israelites, the one who presents his peace offering sacrifice to the Lord must bring part of his offering to the Lord as his sacrifice. With his own hands he must bring the Lord's gifts. He must bring the fat with the breast to wave the breast as a wave offering before the Lord. And the priest must offer the fat up in smoke on the altar. But the breast will belong to Aaron and his sons. The right thigh you must give as a contribution offering to the priest from your peace offering sacrifice. The one from Aaron's sons who presents the blood of the peace offering in fat will have the right thigh as his share. For the breast of the wave offering and the thigh of the contribution offering, I have taken from the Israelites out of their peace offering sacrifices and have given them to Aaron, the priest, and to his sons from the people of Israel as a perpetual allotted portion. This is the allotment of Aaron and the allotment of his sons from the Lord's gifts on the day Moses presented them to serve as priests to the Lord. This is what the Lord commanded to give to them from the Israelites on the day Moses anointed them, a perpetual allotted portion throughout their generations. Summary of the Sacrificial Regulations in Leviticus 6, 8-736 through 736. This is the law for the burnt offering, the grain offering, the sin offering, the guilt offering, the ordination offering, and the peace offering sacrifice. 
which the Lord commanded Moses on Mount Sinai on the day he commanded the Israelites to present their offerings to the Lord in the desert of Sinai. Leviticus chapter 26, verses 1 through 13. Exhortation to Obedience You must not make for yourselves idols, so you must not set up for yourselves a carved image or pillar, and you must not place a sculpted stone in your land to bow down before it. For I am the Lord your God. You must keep my Sabbaths and reverence my sanctuary. I am the Lord. The Benefits of Obedience If you walk in my statues and are sure to obey my commandments, I will give you your reins in their time so that the land will give its yield and the trees of the field will produce their fruit. Threshing season will extend for you until the season for harvesting grapes, and the season for harvesting grapes will extend until sowing season. So you will eat your bread until you are satisfied, and you will live securely in your land. I will grant peace in the land so that you will lie down to sleep without anyone terrifying you. I will remove harmful animals from the land, and no sword of the war will pass through your land. You will pursue your enemies, and they will fall before you by the sword. Five of you will pursue a hundred, and a hundred of you will pursue ten thousand, and your enemies will fall before you by the sword. I will turn to you, make you fruitful, multiply you, and maintain my covenant with you. You will still be eating stored produce from the previous year and will have to clean out what is stored from the previous year to make room for new. I will put my tabernacle in your midst and I will not abhor you. I will walk among you and I will be your God and you will be my people. I am the Lord your God who brought you out from the land of Egypt from being their slaves and I broke the bars of your yoke and cause you to walk upright. Psalm 39 For the music director, Jeduthun, a psalm of David. I decided I will watch what I say and make sure I do not sin with my tongue. I will put a muzzle over my mouth while in the presence of an evil person. I was stone silent. I held back the urge to speak. My frustration grew. My anxiety intensified. As I thought about it, I became impatient. Finally, I spoke these words. O Lord, help me understand my mortality and the brevity of life. Let me realize how quickly my life will pass. Look, you make my days short-lived, and my lifespan is nothing from your perspective. Surely all people, even those who seem secure, are nothing but vapor. Selah. Surely people go through life as mere ghosts. Surely they accumulate worthless wealth without knowing who will eventually haul it away. But now, O Lord, upon what am I relying? You are my only hope. Deliver me from all my sins of rebellion. Do not make me the object of fools' insults. I am silent and cannot open my mouth because of what you have done. Please stop wounding me. You have almost beaten me to death. You severely discipline people for their sins. Like a moth, you slowly devour their strength. 
Surely all people are a mere vapor. Selah. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Listen to my cry for help. Do not ignore my sobbing, for I am a resident foreigner with you, a temporary settler, just as all my ancestors were. Turn your gaze away from me, so I can be happy before I pass away. New Testament reading. Hebrews chapter 11, verses 23 through 40. By faith, when Moses was born, his parents hid him for three months, because they saw the child was beautiful, and they were not afraid of the king's edict. By faith, when he grew up, Moses refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to be ill-treated with the people of God than to enjoy sin's fleeting pleasure. He regarded abuse suffered for Christ to be greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for his eyes were fixed on the reward. By faith, he left Egypt without fearing the king's anger, for he persevered as though he could see the one who is invisible. By faith, he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of the blood so that the one who destroyed the firstborn would not touch them. By faith, they crossed the Red Sea as if on dry ground, but when the Egyptians tried it, they were swallowed up. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell after the people marched around them for seven days. By faith, Rahab the prostitute escaped the destruction of the disobedient, because she welcomed the spies in peace. And what more shall I say? For time will fail me if I tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jepheth, of David, and Samuel, and the prophets. Through faith they conquered kingdoms, administered justice, gained what was promised, shut the mouths of lions, quenched raging fire, escaped the edge of the sword, gained strength in weakness, became mighty in battle put foreign armies to flight, and women received back their dead raised to life. But others were tortured, not accepting release, to obtain resurrection to a better life. And others experienced mocking and flogging, and even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned and sawed apart, murdered with the sword. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins. They were destitute, afflicted, ill-treated. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts and mountains and caves and openings in the earth. And these all were commended for their faith. Yet they did not receive what was promised. For God had provided something better for us, so that they would be made perfect together with us. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious and holy God, we thank you for today, a new day with new mercies. We thank you, O God, for your word and all that it stirs up in us. The way that we find ourselves perplexed, confused, maybe frustrated. The way that we find ourselves encouraged, filled with gratitude reflective of all that you have done for the saints of old and the saints today. 
We thank you, O God, that we are in the number. We thank you, O God, that we are reminded by your word that we can cry out to you about the realities of our situations, the pain and the struggles and frustrations that we may find ourselves in even today as we're listening. We thank you, O Lord, for this reminder that your people, sometimes by faith, experience great earthly deliverance. But likewise, there are those who are living by faith who experience persecution. This is a reminder to us, O Lord, that our present circumstances are not the direct indication of our favor, but our favor is attached to being the children of God. We thank you for this reminder, whether we find ourselves in a place of abundance or in a place of great lack, that we are still called to live by faith. Faith in you and trusting ourselves fully to you, come what may. So whether, O oh God, you decide to open up the Red Seas to let us walk through on dry land, we long to live by faith in that situation, as well as living by faith even when experiencing hardship and persecution. Come what may, your will be done. God, keep us, encourage us, prop us up, hold us up, O oh God. It is in your name that we pray. Amen. The First Nations Version is a translation of the New Testament that captures the simplicity, clarity, and beauty of native storytellers in English, while remaining faithful to the original language of the Bible. Here a reading from one of this week's passages, Hebrews chapter 10, verses 21 through 23. Since we have such a great chief holy man, who was head man of Creator's family lodge, let us draw near with honest hearts, trusting fully in what the Chosen One has done. For our hearts have been washed clean from guilt and shame, and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us get a firm and steady hold on this hope we say is ours. For the one who made the promise to us can be fully trusted. Whether you are native or not, you will experience the scriptures in a new way. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code THE WORD. That's promo code T H E W O R D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. Let's go, so I'm